Hi, everyone. It's Gracie with Self-Care with Gracie. It's nice to be back with you, and I recognize that there has been a little pause in the podcasting, and that was because I went to India for a couple of weeks, and I had some fantasies before I left about doing a podcast and letting you know about the trip, and I was on my to-do list, and it was one of those things that just did not get done, and I, actually, I thought of it as I was taking off. I'm like, okay, that's just not going to happen. And when I went to India, it was, it was an amazing couple of weeks. Our group was staying at an Ayurvedic center, and we didn't have Wi-Fi at the center because the center is on a tiger preserve, believe it or not. And it, we didn't see any tigers, but we did see elephants and monkeys and uh, lots of other great birds and wildlife. And the center, it's an Ayurvedic hospital. So we go and we get these treatments every day. And the, we talk to the doctor every day. And we're really working on bringing ourselves back into balance through our doshas, which for Ayurveda speak, that's the, the parts of us that tend to go out of balance. And a lot of it too is just keeping a really strong daily routine where we were doing yoga and meditation and breath work, eating great freshly prepared food that is healthy for us, having massage and herbs and things that are, are meant to strengthen and calm our body and our nervous system down and being away from a lot of the stress of day-to-day -day life. So it was beautiful and it was perfect that I just totally let I let my to-do list go as I went like, okay, that's just a different, a different paradigm. And when I was there, I was like so fully there. The doctors uh, and the staff, they really have a lot of great ways of taking care of pregnant women and a lot of um, parts of Ayurveda that are really centered around the mother and caring for the mother and what happens before birth and after birth. So I, I feel like I got a lot of education and a lot of just actual care and permission to take everything down a few notches and it was hard to leave of course uh it made that journey back which involves crossing many time zones and long long car ride a couple of long plane rides and I showed up back home feeling really weird and my first week back was probably one of the harder weeks I've had in recent history and that was because of the jet lag it was also because Pregnancy hormones are no joke and <laughs> went up and down like 10 times a day. Also, it snowed the first day I was back, which was, that was hard. I was used to really beautiful warm weather and to, to be back in the snow and the, and the wind was a lot physically. And more than that, um, it was that I, I have my self-care 101 program, the spring program starting the Sunday and and before I left, I didn't have that many people signed up, but I had quite a few people who were like, okay, I'll sign up while you're gone. And I expected to come back and have my inbox full of, you know, receipts that they had signed up and we would just begin. And I got home and honestly, there was like, nobody had responded <laughs> and no one. And I started to write people and no one was responding. And I was like, shoot, this starts. And I think at that point it was about two weeks. And I, and I, for the first time, I always worried that they're not going to fill up, but for the first time I was like, this might not, not happen. I was like, I, I don't know if I've, I've never gotten it together this quickly. They've always been full by this point. And it wasn't even me that was so worried. Like there's part of me that's like, okay, we'll just put it on hold. We could start another one in, you know, later spring and make it work. But it was that I already had enough people signed up that I had to make this work. And, and I felt so much pressure 
of whether or not I would be able to make this happen. And these feelings started to come up where I started to feel like I was failing. I wrote my newsletter post about this last week. So you can go to my website, self care with Gracie and read on the blog a little bit more about all the feelings that were coming up around this, but essentially nobody wants to fail. I think we, especially here in our American culture, we've organized our lives around wanting to be successful and project a great image all the time. And, and I started to see that that wasn't happening, but it was really interesting because I was coming from this more different, more Eastern perspective of, of like, we're just going to be in the moment. We're just going to watch our, watch our minds work. We're going to work with whatever comes up and really, really Zen, honestly, about everything. And then I was thrown back into this culture that felt too fast for me. It felt cold and uninviting, literally. And where I felt like I wasn't able to get the success that, that my ego needed to feel secure. And I wish I could say that I dealt with it a little bit more gracefully, but I, just really went into like a spiral where I felt like, shoot, if this doesn't work now, how am I going to expect to do this when I have a baby? I was, you know, want to take the fall off and give myself maternity leave. But like, if I'm, if I don't have a full program now, like, can I afford to do that? And I just threw a lot in there about like, what is it to be an entrepreneur? What is it to like, not have that security safety net? What is it to be a, a single mom with a partner who's supportive, but also, you know, feeling essentially like this is something I need to make work for myself. And it brought up a lot of fear and it brought up a lot of feelings of, of wanting to avoid this feeling of failure. And I, I wrote last week just being like, I don't know, I don't quite know what to do with it, except I know this is part of my path. And it's like, if I don't face failure, then I'm never going to truly be a success because this is how it works. That if we're always running from something, then we are, um, we're, we're still letting that thing control us. And in yoga, we talk about it, craving and aversion in Buddhism, they talk about it the same way. And so we're always moving away from something and towards something else. And in that push and pull cycle, we, we, we lose ourselves and we forget to listen to ourselves. And we, um, we make choices that are not in accordance with, with our hearts and choices that are in integrity with who we really are. So I was feeling all of that there. I was feeling the desperation. I was feeling the panic and all the things that are exactly the opposite of what you need to like bring people in and start a program off. So I knew my energy wasn't quite right. I was trying to work with it. And I went and I, I picked up my partner, Micah, because we were going to the midwives and I, we were stuck in traffic and I was just like broke down and I was like, I can't do this. I was like, there's no, there's not enough separation. I don't know how, I don't know how to do this because I can't turn this thing off because my work and my life are so intertwined and it's never going to work. And he was very cool about it. He was like, okay, maybe this is a hard moment, but maybe we don't need to like equate this to the whole rest of your career. And maybe we you know, can just kind of deal with the, the feelings that are arising right now. And he was, he was wonderful and it still didn't make me feel that much better, but we went to the midwives and we, um, we, they took out the little Doppler thing and we heard the heartbeat. And just as soon as I heard that heartbeat, I just like relaxed and I was like, everything's going to be okay. I was like, whatever, whatever happens in this program. I just, I felt that like deep internal release, which, you know, we have to struggle, we have to break down and then there is a release. I woke up the next morning and I wanted to get out of bed and check my email and see if people had written me back. And I, I made this commitment that I was not going to get out of bed until I was in a good mood. And I like literally talked myself into an optimistic, a good place. I got out of bed and, and, you know, I had 
think five people sign up that day. And over the course of the next four or five days, I have had another 10 plus people sign up. So I basically have two spaces open in the class that starts on Sunday. And, you know, if they fill, that's great. And if they don't, I'll still feel like this, this has been a pretty miraculous week. But what it's taught me is that it's, you know, I, I, on the material plane, we want to make things work and we want to get the promotion. We want to get the right partner. We want to feel successful, but it's, it's like, if we don't learn how to do that inside of ourselves first, the outside is never going to satisfy us. And that's what I was I, underneath it. I was feeling was like, okay, well, this is just going to happen again and again and again. And I'm, I'm still going to be kind of dependent on outer things to bring me this feeling of, of groundedness and peace. And what I needed to do with, within all the failure and all the feelings like things weren't coming together the way that I wanted to, I couldn't control any of it. I was forgetting the one thing I could control, which was my own feelings and thoughts and attitudes. And, and that was that decision when I wouldn't get out of bed the next morning because I, I'd felt the relief the night before. I remembered what was important and I... I refocused myself and it's amazing how when I did that, everything that I was kind of holding back, I think out of my attitude and the universe maybe was holding it back or maybe I was holding it back. I don't know how quite how it works, but I do know that when I decided that I was going to be happy no matter what, that that's when things started to flow. And I think of this past week as being such an immense gift because as I step into this next period of my life where there is just so much unknown and transition and change, me knowing that I can, I can make that decision every single morning that I'm going to see the best in these situations. I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to remember what's really important. I'm going to let go of the outside need to affirm anything. And I'm going to see the opportunity that I can do that. And that's the place I want to be a mother from. That's the place I want to be a partner from. That's the place I want to really run my business from. And that's the heart of what I teach in self-care 101 is like, we are responsible for ourselves. And that is bodily self-care of just how we take care of ourselves and feed ourselves and go to bed and wake up in the morning. But it's deeper than that too. It's how we, how we are waiting for someone else to make us happy. And, and like, we don't need to do that. Because it doesn't, if it worked, that was one thing, but it's temporary. Anything that happens outside is temporary. And anything that we can gain for ourselves inside is that's lasting. And that's why I always say that the one thing that no one can take away from us, we have to let go of everything on the outside. We have to let go of everyone we love. We have to die. We have to let go of our body. We lose our jobs. We lose our money. All the things that make us feel safe. But the one thing we don't let go of is our spiritual path or our learning or the practices that, that keep us sane. And so self-care 101 is about that. It's really about how to, how to keep yourself, keep ourselves centered and grounded no matter what. And that's the self-care that is lasting. And that's the self-care that feeds everything else. And that's the self-care that really can change a life. And, um, and when one life changes from that place, it's never one life. We change the lives of the people that we live with and are friends with and in relationship with and that we work with because we are radiating something really different. Our, our culture, I think, is very hungry for this kind of knowledge because we've been so taught that it's outside of us. And so the gift of India was like, they kept pointing the finger back, like, no, it's inside of you. It's inside of you. You just have to cultivate it, cultivate it. And, um, and so the, that's what happened when I got back. The, the universe was like, all right, cultivate this. 
kicking and screaming I, I did. And so it's not that more things won't arise. It's not that I won't have to deal with this failure feeling over and over again, because that's part of life is that we let our, our ego die again and again and again, and it rises up and it dies again. And, and um, I like to think of it, we're just kind of throwing our ego on the fire and that's what keeps the fire of life burning. But um, so I, I had some good logs for the fire this week, yet yet there was something profound and, and lasting within that as well. So I'll forget again somewhat and I'll remember in a stronger way. But for right now, I'm feeling pretty humbled, really grateful, really excited for this next round of self-care 101. I think it's going to be a really powerful one. From the beginning, I was like, this is this is going to be magical was the word that came to me. Like I want people to come together because they want to see something magical happen in their lives. And I'm already feeling that just in the way the course has, has come together. So this is com- going to come out, I think, a couple days before the course fills up. But if you're listening to this and you're like, I want that last spot. I know it's mine. Just uh, write me at Gracie at selfcarewithgracie.com. Or you can go to my website and, and fill out the application. Just scroll down a little bit and you'll see the, the, the event for the self-care 101 spring session probably won't offer one again till the winter so also put a little bookmark towards the end of the year if that would be a better time for you and it's nice to be back in touch with you i I have some good guests lined up um it's been one of my intentions to get guests but it's there's you know lots going on so we'll see i'll show up any way that i can um but uh throughout it all know that i'm doing my best to take care of myself and watching that happen in other other people every day and and holding that space for you even if we've never met that I I believe in all of us and all of our potential to take care of ourselves and how that is ultimately how we serve the people around us oh and one last thing is that when I was in India I finished my book I I have a couple more little things I need to add in just client stories so it's I'm sending the final draft to my editor on Friday is my goal so there's there's a lot coming out there for uh, people who maybe can't take a course or, you know, just be able to pass this information on to others. And it's really founded on the idea of the Dalai Lama quote, that if the world is going to be saved, it's going to be saved by Western women and how self-care is the make it or break it deciding factor of whether or not we can be of service to the world around us. So it's, it's been a truly fascinating process to write this book. It's way harder than I would have thought way more satisfying than I could have imagined. And it might be towards the fall before it will actually come out, but just so you know, it's in the works and thank you for all of your support as this has happened. So let me know if you have any um, questions about anything or any topics for future shows. I have a lot of exciting ideas, so we'll see how they come to fruition, but thinking of you all and wish you unprecedentedly good self-care as we move into spring. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Gracie with Beautiful Life Self-Care. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you learned something new. If you want to connect more, then visit me at selfcarewithgracie.com. There you can sign up for my weekly newsletter where on Wednesday afternoons, I'll send you more self-care practices, more inspiration, and more opportunity to connect to a community of people who really care about really good self-care. Also write me if you have any other questions or if you have ideas for future shows. My email address is selfcarewithgracie at gmail.com. Thanks a lot. And remember, keep putting yourself first and everything else will fall into place.